So she's cheating on him. That part we know. What we're not quite sure about is with what he's going through right now, and this is a pretty rare situation. Um, uh, is it is it the right time to break up with him? Or is she supposed to put this off? I need you to hear the situation today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast. It's live, laugh, love your mom. And we do it every single day with the world's greatest mom. This is my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Uh, the very latest episode we've ever recorded of Certified Mama's Boy. <laughs> It's 9.15 at night. This used to happen at 2 o'clock my time, 5 o'clock this time. Uh, we are just way behind today uh, for for both of our, our reasons, but um, I, I, I just – do you ever have days that just feel like they age you by like seven years? Oh, jeez. A lot of days like that. I, I literally had one of those days. I oh. I just need to go to bed because I'm scared something else is going to happen. Uh-oh. Um so woke up this morning and I I was in a fight with a friend and so like and I didn't even know I was in a fight with a friend and I found out I wasn't in a fight and like so that's how my day started. Oh. Um I found out today and uh, here's the here's the 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 good news in this whole situation is there is a a new episode of Kramer and Jess the uncensored podcast, which will come out probably today. Uh-huh. Um, if I can get it edited, it's recorded. I just don't have it edited down and, and put up yet, but hope, uh-huh. so hopefully today you'll also get one. Make sure you go download the radio.com app to listen to that episode. I'm not going to, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but I thought my day was already chaos because when you move to Maryland, they do a, a car inspection, right? Oh. And they, my car is, I have a 2017 Jeep Wrangler. And so I'm thinking like, it's fine, right? Like, sure. it's, it's new. It's a new car. It's got under twenty thousand miles on it. Like, it's it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, so I take it in today, and I find out that my tires are too wide for the car because they they have like the big tires on them, you know. Right. So they tell me I either have to buy brand new tires. Uh, or I have to get bigger wheel well wells to put the <laughs> like around the tire so that they actually fit inside the freaking tire. Oh. Um oh. so on the uncensored podcast today, you can actually hear this. I, I, I tried to like get this guy to do some shady stuff. So go listen to that. I'll I'll leave that story <laughs> over on the uncensored podcast with Jess. Jeez. But that's oh, a mess part one. I no. thought the day was gonna be done. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I was like, well, at least like, okay, I, I get, I get back here. We're rushing around. I mean, it, it's just like, it's utter chaos today. It's just, just utter chaos, right? <laughs> get back here. I've got 20 minutes to look presentable because, and I've been, you know, up since five 30 in the morning, mm-hmm. um, look presentable because we got to go to dinner with our general manager tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whatever. I, I, I just kind of barely brushed off the you know, big tire situation <laughs> when I get an email from my moving company and Uh-oh. they're like, Oh, Hey, by the way, um, we, ha- we're moving your moving date back to Monday. You need to be available no. uh, from eight to 5 PM for whenever the delivery gets here. 
No. And hang on. And we're going to charge you an extra eight hundred dollars because Ooh. our trucks can't get into the we like it's on like one of those semi trucks, you know, and uh-huh. like, it's too big to get down the streets. So uh-huh. we're gonna have to go get another truck and load it in that. It's gonna be eight hundred more dollars. And I'm like, what oh, is going on today? Because no. Monday, you know, is the launch of my radio show. Correct. And I can't like, hey guys, sorry, we're gonna, you know, <laughs> voice track the first show so like my stuff can get here. Oh, like, no. No. The date was supposed to be Thursday or Friday. And technically, by the contract, yes, they had until Monday. But they told me Thursday, Friday, no big deal. It's going to be there. I'm like, okay, cool. Perfect. End of the week, I'm in. I spend the weekend getting the apartment ready. <coughs> Excuse me. And and that's that, right? Perfect. Mm-hmm. So I I literally snapped. Yeah. I like I like snapped. And I called mm-hmm. this poor girl who I've already dealt with because she already screwed up one thing. And I call her back and I'm like, Megan? <laughs> I, I, sh- I should probably call you when I'm happy to, but I'm not happy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told her the situation and she goes, well, you're going to have to be available on Monday. Ah. And I was like, oh, hell no. Not with the kind of day I'm having, Megan. We're not doing this. Not today. <laughs> so basically, I just, I, oh, all no. that frustration that I have from the day just all kind of came out on Megan because oh. she was all like, well, too bad. I looked at Google Street because Jess and I knew that there could be this $800 charge, but we, I was like, hey, listen, like, we only have so much money that we can spend right. on this move, right? And, and after that's coming out of our pocket. So just know that if we, it, when you go look at a property, don't let it deter you, but know that it's going to cost $800 more if they can't get the truck down the street. So at least check and ask them the question of, can we get a semi-truck in here? Right. Uh, so I I asked them, just asked them, they said, yes, no problem. You can get a big truck in here. It's not a big deal. <sighs> so I, um, I literally just lose my mind a little bit. Now, <laughs> I want. I was hoping to get dad on this way too late, so I'm just going to pitch the story, and then tomorrow maybe we can get him on to because my dad's like never give up, right? <laughs> right. Never give up. Oh yeah. But the problem with the moving company is they have your stuff. Yeah. Like you're completely at the victim <laughs> of their plan because they have your stuff. They do. They so, have the upper hand. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, I, I had to like call my boss. I went to dinner with my boss and I had to pull him aside. And I'm like, hey, like, not only am I going to need to stay in this hotel <laughs> for a few more days, but I don't know what to do about Monday because they're basically like, well, if you're not there, we can't deliver your stuff. And I'm like, well, then what? What do you just throw it away? You just dump mm. it in the dump in the river and keep going. So mm. it's been, t- it's just been a day like that where I'm just like, what is going on? Oh, Why is this boy. like everything else has been so easy going up to it? Everything's just made sense getting over here. Mm. So I, I want I want Jimmy Mac on tomorrow to give me some pointers on how to be annoying and to get your way. Because I felt like I, I really felt myself in both situations today being very Jimmy Mac like. <laughs> Literally, I told I told the Jeep guy, I was like, listen, um, I I've been a Jeep customer for 15 years, which is not really true. I've owned Jeeps off and on. Right. Um, but not for 15 years. Uh, but I'm like, that's something that my damn dad would say. That's exactly that was a Jim Yancey, <laughs> Jimmy Mac <laughs> I know statement the right there. I know the CEO of Jeep, and I'm gonna <laughs> call them. And... Oh, God. So I'm gonna well, be broke by the time I even move into this this unit. Well, but it's just fine. Well, I it's am fine. sure he'll be glad to help you out with that. 
Yeah, I should get him to call over there. I'm sure he'd yeah, love to. This, this is the kind of stuff he, he he lives for. This kind of stuff. Oh yeah, he loves a good fight. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, I so tonight was the big, and I don't know if you. I'm sure you have, but you've been in a situation like this before where you, you, uh, you know, I had had Zoom calls with my general manager, but I never met her before. Uh-huh. And we, tonight she took us out to dinner for the very first time. It's the first time mm-hmm. I ever met her. So this is a big dinner tonight, right? And this, yeah. I'm already like in a, in a funky mood from everything going on and I'm just sweaty and just ugh, not feeling great. And the place they had chosen to go uh, is, was Ruth Chris. Uh oh. The steakhouse. Now, Uh-oh. in case you don't know, I'm vegan. So hmm. steakhouses, I, I haven't actually been to one since I've been vegan, but I'm thinking like, it'll probably be okay. Like, it'll probably be. Do they have lettuce? <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to figure out. So I go and I, I, I you know, I I don't know if she knew if I was vegan. No, I'd already told her I was vegan before. So she knew and she asked me, is there somewhere else you'd rather go? And I was like, no, it's fine. I, I never want to be that vegan. Yeah. I try to not be that <laughs> vegan. You know, like it's already people already get so annoyed with us for some reason. So I'm like, I'm not. I, I never tried. Well, I can't eat there. Right. <laughs> I just try to go against that whole stereotype. So I, um, I, um, when I sat down, I was like, you know, it's looking over the menu, and I'm like, steak, chicken, shrimp, oysters, crab. <laughs> <laughs> octopus you know it's just like all this i'm like oh there's nothing on here so the waitress comes over and she's like um what can i get you and i'm like literally i'm vegan whatever you bring it's fine like, just bring it just bring veg i don't it doesn't matter to me like it because it really doesn't sometimes when you're vegan you just have to suck it up and say i'm the odd man out right now we're at a vegan restaurant it's fine yes so she starts going down the menu and she's like okay well i can bring you out some some Brussels sprouts. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, she said, I can bring you out some mashed potatoes and I can bring you out some, what was the third thing that she brought out? I forget what the other last, oh, and some broccoli, some steamed broccoli. Oh, gosh. So, I mean, <laughs> you can imagine, like the table, right? It's all these people with these big steaks. It's me and Jess, my co-host, our new general manager, Tracy, and Tom, my boss. The big steaks, you know, all excited about it. And then there's my like awkward side dishes. The worst part was when I, when I got the food, I was like, this, this corn for sure has butter in it. So literally I couldn't eat that. I just ate the, uh, the broccoli and the asparagus. <laughs> and I, Do you want some bread? I mean, I'm gluten free too. <laughs> it's not California. I'm not in California anymore. <laughs> Exactly what I was thinking. Not in California anymore. Not in Kansas anymore, Toto. (laughs) Interesting. I don't know how this lifestyle is going to live. It's not really with me. Like, I really try my hardest to do it. But at this point, like, if I eat dairy, my stomach's so not used to it that, like, I'll just be on the toilet all night. So, yeah. It's just, it's fine. (laughs) Everything, it it was just one of those days, y'all. Like, one of those days. That you just are like, what the F is going on today? Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah, it's true. Oh, so anyway, dear. I still got a couple hours of work. I got to go over here and email this guy about that moving. Other It's just, it's, it's crazy right now. So I don't know if this episode is going to be 30, 40 minutes. We're going we're gonna to try our best over here. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Let's go ahead and get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. You know where it's from. I had a feeling. But in case you're new, do you want to explain what it is? Um, it's Everyday Ubuntu, 
And it's basically um, South African philosophy on life. Yeah. So today's quote is, even more than trying to walk in someone else's shoes, choosing to see the wider perspective on life can be a challenge. The idea goes beyond appreciating life from another person's point of view. Ubuntu teaches us that we should actively look at the world from every perspective, from every angle. By doing this, we can gain as much understanding as possible about a situation. See, that's sort of what you did at the restaurant tonight. Mm. You were looking at every possible Starving. situation. Come home. I've got some almonds sitting here on the desk. I'm just <laughs> shoving almonds in my mouth just to stay alive. <laughs> Um, but this is a I, good, it's a good reminder for us right now, you know, with everything that's going on in our country. Um, I know we don't talk politics, but a lot of interesting things have come up today, um, based on Robert Woodruff's book. So I don't I don't know anything about that. I don't. I know we don't want to talk about it. I've been yeah. checked out all, literally all day. I don't think I've been on social media one time since like eight a.m. So I don't know what's going on. Well, but. that's good news. Um, you know, it's, it's, I was trying to think the other day, like why, and I could use your help on this conversation because why do we have such a hard time seeing other people's perspective? And I guess the question I have for you, mom, is has it gotten worse over the years? Do you feel like it's getting worse? Cause I do. I feel like oh. in the last, since the election it has, but I mean, I, well, I yeah, definitely since 2016 for sure. But yes. Definitely. The the world is turned upside down right now, even before COVID. Um, there's just so much division, and it really does start with leadership. There's so much division in our in our politics well, but, in this like, country. Even so, I don't know if it's like spawned just from that, but it's I my theory, and tell me if you think this is right or not, is that we've become so self centered. And I, I'm, I'm equating that to social media, that we mm-hmm. think that we are so utterly the most important. I think it's my generation especially, this mm-hmm. millennium generation that thinks we're just – we are the center of the universe. And if not, so I, how can someone think differently? Mm-hmm. I have an Instagram page. Like I'm somebody, <laughs> you know? Um, do you agree with that? Do you think that like this self-importance that we have, everyone's now a star. Everyone's a star of your own social media. We all think that we're the best and our egos have become so fragile. And I think, I, I think it spawns from social media. Well, I think that social media has just exacerbated it. I think that we've had that problem for a long time. That's hubris, you know, when we think we're so much grander than anything and everything around us. Um, but yes, yeah, social media certainly has added to that and added to the competition sure. of us trying to be better than, more right. than. Um, definitely, yes. I agree um, with So that. what do you think the first, I mean, are you good at it? Are you good at seeing the other point of view? I try to be. Um, I know I was having a conversation with a friend this week, and she and I have different political views and acknowledge that. And she said to me, um, I'm going to tell you something because I know that you're good at listening to both sides. And I thought, well, that was a real compliment, right? That she understands that I do try 
to listen to both sides. And then she told me how she was feeling about um, a certain situation, and I expressed my opinion about it, and then we moved on. Um, right. We didn't need to argue about it or debate it. Um, we just expressed our opinions about it. So I like to think I am. Um, right. I know that was a, a big lesson for me when I started uh, working with homeless families was trying to imagine what their lives were like and trying sure. to see things from their perspective and not trying to judge the things they had done right? or the position goes, they were in because their situation was different. It goes, I mean, I think that when we say, I wish people could see my side, I think we, we start with politics, but it's just so much deeper than that, right? It like, is. It is. I just think that's the way where it's kind of been used recently because we do seem to be so divided and it seems so personal, but there's just so many things, you know, religion or um, um, friendships or the way you handle raising your kids or I wish my husband could just understand what it was like to yeah. be in my shoes for a second. Yeah, it's really hard to see the wider perspective. But what's even harder is to pull ourselves back from the situation to even be able to take a look, right? We sure. get so wound up in our own thoughts and our own mind about the way things are and the way things should be that we we are blind to other people's perspectives. Right. Deaf, dumb yeah. and blind, right? We can't yeah. hear them, we can't see them um, because we're so wound up in ourselves and believing that we have the answers and that we we have the right ideas. Right. Yep. So, yeah. I don't so, even know like the first step to take though. I wish there was something right now where I could be, all you got to do is like do this. But I think it comes down to a lot of things in life and that is that non-reactive state. Mm -hmm. Being in a non-reactive state mm -hmm. with anything that comes your way, mm -hmm. you know, just to like take a second to digest. We're, we're so it's one thing when I you know I told you I, do, I did a Buddhist studies thing back in Tampa right. and I that was a big part of it was just being in a non-reactive state. Don't react. Yes. Would a, would a tree react to the same news? Like, like, like be a mountain, be the tree, right? Yeah. Like just let it, let it hit you and then process it. And then instead of, you know, but we're so, no, mm -hmm. we're right. Maybe taking that extra step. And I, listen, I'm not, I'm no, I'm no saint. I'm not good at it, but I know that's the steps to take. And maybe you can catch yourself doing it one time. I think even just that would be a win for now, you know, and then maybe you can catch yourself right. twice or three times and, and especially in relationships, um, when you're in, you know, when you're outraged with someone, right. you know, that's usually a, a no win. Sure. Uh, you need to take time to pull yourself out of that, to breathe, to think through it, and yep. maybe even think about it the next day, talk about it the next day, but yeah. not in the heat of the moment. I'm not good. I, in the I, heat of the moment. Remember that when you call that moving company. I was going to say, I sure did not. Even the girl on the phone today was like, I'm just going to call you back when you calm down a little bit. I'm like, no, Megan, you will not. You're going to talk to me right now about this. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, yeah. So she's wondering, is now the right time to break up with him, even though he's going through this? And... Uh, man, like I'm going to tell you even more of the story. Like she's having an affair, but like, it's right now the right time. Cause I would think like everyone would say on the surface level, like, of course I want to know, but if you were going through this, mm -hmm. would you really want to know? 
talk about here in just a couple seconds on the show. Uh, shout out to our friends over at Bear and Bloom. I freaking let me just say, as people, I love the Bear and Bloom family. Mm-hmm. It's Ahmed and Savannah. They're out of Charleston. No, they're out of somewhere in South Carolina. I forget where in South Carolina. Just genuinely good people. They they created this skin and hair care line because they're a interracial couple. They have the cutest babies in the world. I don't know if the babies are on the. I don't know their kids' names. But they're so freaking cute. Um, what they found though is that it was hard to find products that were right for everybody in the family. And you may have that problem too. You know, um, uh, like what can you use that your husband can use, your kids can use, where it all makes sense for every. But not only that, like the good stuff, like the good quality stuff. That you're putting on, you know, today would have been a great puffer buffer day for me. I <laughs> I feel it was a puffer buffer kind of day. That, that needs to be a that needs to be a thing they do. Is, is it a puffer buffer? That's their eye bag serum, for a lack of better terms. Um, but all kind of great products. And the cool thing right now is that we're actually giving some away. We're doing a contest th- this week about it. So if you go to our Facebook page, uh, it's posted up on there. It's on my Instagram. I'm that guy Kramer. Make sure that you enter because we're going to give away the bouillon and we're going to give away the witch's brew. Do you want to talk about the witch's brew, Mom? Because I think that's we haven't talked about the witch's brew this week. Um, well, we talked about it yesterday, actually. But oh, did I have- we? Yes, as part I can't. of what was yesterday skin regimen, I used the witch's brew first, and then used the bouillon on top of that. I have two other products that we haven't talked about yet. What what would you like to talk about? One is ain't that swell, and it's really neat. This is unusual. Um, at least I've never had anything like this. It's actually a serum for your eyebrows and your eyelashes, and you just put it on at night. When you go to bed, and it helps to um, thicken your eyebrows and your eyelashes. That's cool. But I'm really excited because my eyebrows have kind of thinned out mm-hmm. as I've gotten older. So I'm really hoping that that's really going to make a difference there. And sure. then I have fairly decent eyelashes anyway. But yeah, it's so easy. You just put it on, and and then your dad is using Smooth Operator, which is a great serum for your hair. So if you have dry, frizzy hair, he's always yeah. complaining about his hair being crazy. You just rub it, rub it in your scalp and rub it on your hair before you blow dry it or towel dry it. And it smooths everything out. He loves it. It's cool products. They're really cool. Great people. Bear and Bloom Cosmetics.com. Bear B-A-R-E. Not like the bear, like Teddy Bear, but <laughs> Bear and Bloom cosmetics.com use the promo code kramer get 20 percent off your order just try it out all this stuff's amazing bear and bloom cosmetic.com i'll tell you like right after we're done with this show today I, I have a feeling that if not today i it, then tomorrow i'm about to hit up dr jag on better help i promise you <laughs> like i'm about i've about hit my max you know, like we're talking about, everyone has days like this. Everyone has days like this. And sometimes you just need help digesting either a simple day, but well, I don't want to say it's a simple day, but one day, or sometimes it's a lifetime of trauma that you need to get through. And so mm-hmm. we're big fans of therapy on the show, big yes. fans of better help. Better help is therapy that you do from your phone, from home, or from your office, or from your car. Maybe not your car, but uh, anywhere you are, if you have you have licensed therapists and counselors that are there. I mean, this is this is just, I would say, better than the people that they, because they, they screen these therapists so 
well because it's big it's a big deal it's a big group it's a big organization and they can match you with your perfect therapist for whatever you're dealing with like when i met dr jag i i got matched with her because i went on i'm like i i do want a woman i want uh here's what i'm dealing with you kind of check out the boxes and then you um I wanted somebody spiritual, like with a spiritual side to it too. And so it's like, it's, it's great. It's perfect. It's like, it's, you don't have to go from, you know, therapist to therapist to find the right person with better help. You can literally do it from your phone. If it's not the right fit for you, then they can literally just match you up with somebody else instantly. So, you know, I'm not like, well, it didn't work out. And then I gotta go find somebody else. And right. I hope you'll check it out. So if you go to, um, I, I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener of this podcast, you get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. You can join over 1 million people that have taken charge of their mental health. Again, it's betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. So many people are using it. They got to get additional counselors in all 50 states. That's why it's so big. It's betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Okay, ask my mom in a couple of seconds. I promise you I saw somebody today say, I I didn't get my whoop whoop. Yeah, I get it. I promise you. Yeah. When I'm not fighting my day with Maryland DMV and everyone else, and it's not literally 940 at night. My mom, what time do you usually go to bed, mom? Oh, usually about 915, 930. Yeah. So we get, yeah, not today, but shout (laughs) you're doing pretty good there for me to have to sleep. Uh, Shout out to all of our certified fans. Anyone that has like supported this podcast financially, we appreciate you so much. You get a whoop whoop today for you. Yes. Whoop, whoop. And if you text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, then you can um, uh, become a certified fan. We'd love to have you and get you, a, I promise, individual whoop, whoop soon. Not this week. Definitely 100% not. And Monday's not looking good either right now. So <laughs> not looking good. But in the very near future. Yep. That's the point. Okay, ask my mom. Is this the right? Is there such thing as a, as a bad time to break up with somebody? Is what we're kind of going to get in today. And ask my mom is an advice segment. It's not what I love about the segment is when you call in because, mm-hmm. especially if you've got some, you've like I've been in that situation, girl. I would not do it that way uh, because you've you've lived it. We're just giving kind of giving our outside point of view. We haven't actually been through it. We can't give like you know specific advice. But anyway, um, she says I. This is a, a DM. I got a couple nights ago. I think it was Tuesday. It doesn't matter. I said, I feel so bad. I can't even sleep right now. It's four, it's 421 AM and I haven't slept yet. I'm laying here listening to your podcast thinking, I know Nancy would know what to do. Please Mm. don't judge me, but I feel like I can be honest with you too. I've been dating my boyfriend for about 19 months and I knew early on that it wasn't right, but I kept hoping it was going to be. It's for sure. Not right. About six weeks ago, I reconnected with a guy that we both went to high school with. East County is like that. (laughs) Um, I met up with him one day thinking it was just a friend thing, and we ended up hitting it off romantically. Before I knew it, I started having an affair. It's been so bad. I feel awful. I do love my boyfriend a lot as a person, but he's just not right for me. But I haven't slept well since. I told myself that I just need to rip off the Band-Aid and end our relationship. I planned time for uh, yesterday night. Last wait, I planned time for yesterday night last week. Okay, I planned time, I guess, to break up with him for yesterday night. She sent it to me on Tuesday, so it would have been Monday night. And she planned that last week. I think that's what she's trying to say there. Mm-hmm. Um, but my boyfriend is a firefighter and he has been working basically nonstop trying to keep the fires under control. And now that you know how bad they are, it could e- uh, he could be busy like this for a while. I'm so torn if I break it off with him now so that I'm no longer cheating on him 
or do I wait till after the fires down die down and then tell them, even if it's weeks from now? I prayed about this, but I don't even have a, a clear answer. Any advice is great. Love you both forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think there's definitely a wrong time to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's definitely ideal times to, I mean, it, it sucks. I get it. And it's like eating alive at you. It's terrible because you just are like, what am I supposed to, I, I, I understood you know we're not going to be judgmental at all in this but we're just going to be honest and be like it sucks like Mm -hmm. i think you know your decision sucks i know you see your situation sucks some may say well that's what you get man Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not Mm -hmm. it's life life's weird like that sometimes Mm -hmm. but the the point is like you know you're doing something wrong but do you rip off the band-aid now but these these fires aren't good right (laughs) it's really bad um mom <laughs> you know the the problem is living a lie yeah it's so hard it's so hard and that and that's that's what's weighing on her is living right. a lie i don't know how often she's able to see this guy um or be with him um probably not very much because he's probably working around the clock so I would say that if she's not able to have quality time alone with him, that I would probably wait a while um, because, I mean, you certainly wouldn't text him. You wouldn't tell him over the phone. You need, right. to, tell him, you need to tell him face to face. And, you know, if she's not able to see him right now, then I would definitely wait rather than not being with him to tell him. Yeah, well, but even so, let's say that she could see him. Is it still the right time to do it? Like he's out there frigging like <laughs> fighting wildfires. No. I don't mean to laugh at that, but like it's not ideal. And, he's, he's and I, his life, sure. Yeah, like, he's already his head's got to be in the game. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine being told. Mm-hmm. My ex-wife used to always say that to me. It was like I never. Well, it was more of like it wasn't about like when to break up with you, but like just when to talk. Excuse me. Wanted to talk to you about hard things, you know, mm-hmm. like when when is the right time to talk about hard things? Mm-hmm. And I I don't know there ever is like an, an absolute when when there's hard news. I don't know there's always ever like a great time, but no. like I think there's less. I personally would say just wait. Yeah, because if you can, especially like if you let's say I, I, I we don't know enough about the situation, but if you're in love with this other guy. Then, but just put it on hold. Hmm. You know, like, and I know that's hard because you got uh, all the new feelings and everything. Um. Well, hopefully, that the other guy will understand. I mean, I would hope, but but then again, it's almost like you're checked out anyway. I don't know. This is tough. I don't think I would say anything if it's me. I'm like, I I just gotta like get through this right now. You know, like I just gotta like. Well, again, if she doesn't have any quality time with him, which she probably doesn't, then, I, yeah, I would not just throw it at him right now. Sure. Right, so yeah. anybody been in a spot like this before? I think your stories can be really, really helpful today on did you ever have to break it off you know, with somebody and it was like a really bad time? And in hindsight, do you wish you would have – wish you wouldn't have done it like a certain time. Like, Oh man, I felt like crap doing it like at a really important time. Or maybe you're like, no, I actually felt a lot better, mm-hmm. 
because I did, you know, break it off in that moment. And that relief that came from that. Yes. Was invaluable. I mean, I don't know. We, you know never being in that spot before, I'm not sure of the answer. But mm-hmm. our phone number is 888-Kramer8. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Will you call us? Just take a second out of your day and call and like, just give some feedback for her because that's that's tricky. Okay. We'll get to your calls later on this week. Um, no made me laugh today. I can't do one more damn thing today. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I know I said I was going to bring it back this week, and it was back for a couple of days, and now it's gone again. And maybe like that for a couple of days, but uh, we're getting there. We're getting there slowly but surely. We'll love you anyway. I hope so. I appreciate that because it's just been crazy. All right. Uh, Mom, I love you. I love you forever. Hey, Kramer. This is Andrea from Kearney Mesa. I was calling about the question with the woman dating the man with high-functioning autism and the cheating issue. Um, My daughter has the same diagnosis, and while it isn't really true for her, some people on the spectrum have a lot of difficulty with relationships. It can be challenging uh, for them to connect socially at all ages. So I was thinking maybe she mentioned that because that's something he deals with. Um, Like high-functioning autistic people can be brilliant, but they can also lack some of the basic social and communication skills that come naturally to others. Um, My daughter goes to a social skills group to teach her how to appropriately act and respond to others so her mannerisms don't seem weird or, you know, so she knows what to expect from others as far as, like, basic eye contact and things like that. Now, she's only seven, so I can't say what that'll look like into adulthood, but that's just something I thought of. So if he has issues with anything, like, sensory, like, not, like, to be touched very much, that could possibly be a reason that she doesn't get much physical affection from him. What's going on with that woman could not be autism-related at all. I just know that seeing my daughter go through therapy for things that wouldn't affect me, it's certainly possible that something stemming from his diagnosis could play into how he shows affection for others. But that being said, he's a grown man who obviously knows right from wrong because he feels bad for cheating. So the diagnosis does not play into that. So I guess that's something she has to decide if it's willing. She's something she's willing to try and get over, or even if she was truly happy and fulfilled before without the cheating factoring in. Love you and Mama Nancy forever. Hey Kramer, this is Melanie from the San Diego area. Um, I am calling. I know I'm a little bit behind, but I am calling about the teacher's secret. Um, so I'm a mom to both a boy and a girl, and. My son is actually going to start kindergarten um, this next year. So in thinking about the situation, my advice coming from a mother, I would sit down and have a one-on-one with the teacher myself um, because I think that having that conversation and finding out the teacher's perspective and opinion and approach on how they explain things and anatomy and so forth would be very important to to hear from from the teacher's perspective. I would feel that if the teacher was going to approach things from the right perspective and we were all on the same page, I'd be comfortable with it. And who knows, perhaps children learning from a teacher that is coming from a loving place could change their futures, not necessarily trying to persuade one way or the other, but you know that could prevent you know bullying or misunderstanding or things like that later on in those children's lives um, and create 
you know, acceptance at an early age for things. And who knows? It, it could really be a positive thing. Love the show. Love everybody on it. Love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.